It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a crowd podcast. We're not just take it for an eight-rounder. He would have won the fight. No problem at all. It's not professional boxing what is drawing people in. It's something else. It's probably the best question you could have asked. Okay, so I don't beat Tommy Furino. It was the best fight of the card. Cruiserweight. Does it annoy you to get under your skin? Let's get on with it. I'm George. He's Deck. Hello. It's the George Groves Boxing Club. Big week, Deck. Big week. We mentioned last week that it'd be a two-pod week. Yeah, I like but it. But it's actually... It's a thrapple week. No, it's not. It's a thrapple of uh, three pod week. Pod, yes, a three pod week. Uh, hey, that's a first. It was a, it was a night of full drama. There was at the weekend, which we we thought we'd we'd review, and also with there's someone in today who you watched it, so he could join in. And what you're saying? Review. You're saying there might be someone of someone from the YouTube boxing world to talk about it with us. Yes, is that we were suggesting. Well, it's, it, I wouldn't just say someone. I'd say the what? the YouTube world. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. two are fucking weird. <laughs> Oh, he together. started it yeah. years ago yeah. with a weird chat. Yeah. I haven't oh, seen the him. fight. Yeah. yeah. George hasn't seen the fight. What fight are we talking about? We're talking about professional boxer Tommy Fury, uh, who takes on Jake Paul. YouTube George is angling for a fight with him. Sensational, well. yeah. And who have we got as our special guest? We got none other than another alias, Coogan Cassius. Yeah. Of um, iFilm TV. IFL TV. iFilm London. I, what is it? He's old school. Is He's old school. iFilm London. iFilm TV. You are old school. Do, do you know yeah. what? It's like, you remember it was um, LBC. It was. London's biggest conversation. Now yeah. it's leading Britain's conversation. Oh. That's like you, mate. And yeah. it, you outgrew London real quick. What's mental to think is iFilm London, when it was called iFilm London, Tommy Fury was probably about 10. 13 years on, he's 23 years old, which I found surprising. But anyway, he's in this big fight. It's an eight-round fight, let's not forget. Professional boxing contest, eight threes, but it was probably most high-profile eight-rounder in history. 
George didn't watch it. I couldn't work out what time it was. They were ring walking. But um, I did follow a bit of the action on Twitter. I like that sometimes. Time, yeah. Getting the Twitter updates. So old school, yes. Yeah. If you'd been on Twitter last night, you would have seen or read that the eight-round fight went the distance. All the bluster and the build-up about Tommy Fury don't win. He's going to left, get left out. He's going to get disowned. Goes the distance. He wins a split decision. Climbed off the floor. Climbed off the canvas well. in, the, in the eighth from a jab. A legit knockdown, I thought, Coogan, briefly. Mm. All right, we'll get on to that. But he's, he gets dropped, gets back up. It's ruled a knockdown. They both get a point taken off for two different things during the fight. Goes the distance. He wins a split decision fight. So the big fight. And they all hug and they're all happy and, and friendly afterwards. Well, I'll be honest with you. For eight rounds, I don't know what people are expecting. I even saw someone on the way up here. They were like, what the fuck was that? Can we swear on it, by the way? Yeah, please do. Okay. What the fuck was that? I said, mate, what were you expecting? Because mm. I actually thought after the first KG round, which was always going to be the case, rounds two to eight, I thought it was relatively entertaining. Yeah. It had a little bit of drama in it with the, as Dex said, the knockdown in the last round I thought it was a decent fight and everyone's saying oh shows the level they're at well show me another eight rounder that was on yeah. par in terms of any kind of not interest obviously we know that's a different subject but I thought as far as an eight round fight goes I don't know what people were expecting because I thought it was it was okay me and Coogan spoke off air and um, one thing we kept both agreed on is we've seen a lot worse they had a boxing match. The first round was cage. I thought it was going to be a hug fest. I thought it was going to be eight rounds of hugging and not being able to set anything up, not being able to find any distance. After the first round, it kind of turned into more of a normal fight. And I thought, personally watching it, although it was a split, I thought it was light work for Tommy Fury. So Tommy Fury, unbeaten professional, but brother to um, Tyson Fury, mm -hmm. who's ABA champion, professional heavyweight world champion. How does Tommy compare to not necessarily a novice pro or an eight round or eight rounder fight does he fight with an amateurish style like a raw amateurish style i didn't think so no but i think so he's much more i think his style you can tell that he's not gone through that process yeah. he had a, he had a handful are, of amateur bouts didn't he but he did yeah. but you can tell that he hasn't gone through the conventional 100%. route of a lot of boxers but there are a lot of boxers also that haven't gone that kind of traditional amateur route with ABAs, etc., and kind of all these various amateur tournaments, etc. There are boxers like that. But with Tommy Fury, I think we know kind of limited amateur experience, limited professional experience, eight fights. Yeah. Jake oh. Paul was being touted as his biggest test after eight fights. Now, you look at anyone who's had eight fights around that weight category, tell me someone who they're fought within that eight fights that you can look at and go, oh, actually doesn't usually happen so yeah. what were we actually judging it on like in terms of Tommy Fury yeah that was the hard thing with Tommy Fury no one really knew what if he was any good or how good he was because limited amateur experience and he has only had eight fights and all of them are without going through his record but you know there's a lot of journeymen in there obviously and you know he's done the those early steps like anyone would and I think it was fair enough to say it is the biggest test because of the hype around it and the pressure on him and the the occasion, but maybe not the opposition. But we're going to have Isaac Chamberlain this week. He's cruiserweight in Britain, maybe fighting for the British title soon. Tommy Fury would not stand a chance with Isaac Chamberlain if they boxed next weekend. For me, not a chance. But that's not to say he's no good. It's just to say right now, he's not at British title level, obviously. So that's But Isaac Chamberlain has been in with... Of course, yeah. ...high opposition at domestic level. 100%. Right. Tommy yeah. Fury hasn't. Yet. No, no. So if he and he's a, 23 as And well. he's 23 as well. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? If Tommy Fury hadn't gone down this route of 
Jake Paul, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and hadn't been on Love Island, and he's going down the conventional route of how he would get to eight fights. Would he be fighting a Luke Watkins, for example, who's fighting Jordan Absolutely Thompson? Absolutely not. He wouldn't be fighting him yet. Maybe after like 11, 12, he'd be fighting him. But the fact is, because he was in a high-profile fight, we are comparing him to the likes of, you mentioned Isaac Chamberlain there, would mm. he beat him, Luke Watkins, etc. But you've really got to judge him on who he's fought. Completely. I'm not saying he should be beating Isaac Chamberlain at this point. I'm just saying that we're trying to just gauge where he's at and Jake Paul's not a good gauge of that because of his background and whatever. So we're trying to say how good is Tommy and then therefore how, where is Jake? Oh, Jake's someone who's saying he wants to win a world title one day and et cetera, et cetera. And on that basis, I thought Tommy Fury was a much more polished boxer. And if he just stuck to his jab, he would have won the fight. No problem at all. Does he now just always stay in that field or does he ever try and climb back into sort of the professional rankings as such? Does he want to build towards a British title or does he nah, just have these gimmick fights because gives him massive profile, definitely better money and just suits that rhetoric? It's probably the best question you could have asked because no one fucking knows this. This is a dilemma for his team and for him as well because if he goes down the conventional route of trying to even go through kind of the area titles to the British, European, etc., he's going to get paid a certain amount of money. Still decent money because of his name. He will get that. If he goes down the other route and looks for people like KSI, a Jake Paul rematch or whatever, the figures you're talking here are ridiculous in between the comparison. So he's got to look at where he is and what he wants to do because when he turned pro, I remember when he turned pro, I knew Tommy Fury when he was 15 years old. Right? He's in the background of the when Fury beat Klitschko. Was yeah, but kid. also I went to the gym in Bolton that Peter Fury had there and that's the first time I met him. This was like when he was 15, so eight years ago and he looked like, I put a video on the other day and he looks like his shape for a 15 year old is the sort of shape that probably none of us were in. Maybe you, George, because you're the athlete here. From that point onwards, he's always been primed to turn professional because of his name, etc. and that's the way he was going. But what he does from now is very important. I personally think the lure of the money, which is a big factor, so I think he goes the route of looking for, at least for the next 12 months, KSI is a big fight now between him and Tommy Fury because KSI and Jake Paul was talked about. Now he's beat him. KSI should be really even looking for Tommy Fury now to make that fight or this rematch. But I think that's the route he'll go down for the immediate 12 months. Long term, who knows? Does KSI beat him? KSI don't beat Tommy Fury, no. I've only seen KSI do shadow boxing. His shadow boxing was reminding me of amateur shadow boxing. I think Jake Paul beats KSI from what I've seen of the two and mm. Tommy Fury beats him. I think Tommy Fury is another level and I think you're right, Coogan, is that you look at risk reward of it. It's like, look how much money I can make from this fight. When you're nine and zero as a pro, and you're trying to work towards an area title, maybe English, maybe British, like anyone else, like like the hundreds of pros in the country that are doing now, you got a campaign, you got a box regular. And in the world that he's in now, you can't box that regular because you have to market, you have to get it on pay-per-view, you have to build it, just like a Mayweather, two, three times a, a year. You can't box two times a year and try and develop as a pro and then climb the ladder. You're boxing every sort of couple of months, aren't you? Like you were when, you know, how many times are you boxing first first sort of couple of years as a mid-20s? So Jake Paul took out a professional boxing license for this because Tommy Fury is a professional boxer and yeah. probably is not allowed to take part in exhibitions. Would he have to keep his boxing license and, and therefore, if he's looking for them sort of fights, 
will he be encouraging KSI to take out a professional boxing license or does he hand it in? Look at when KSI fought Logan Paul back in November of 2019. It was a start of all That was a professional bay in America. Now, that fight probably wouldn't have been licensed here in the UK. There are avenues where they can be licensed as professionals outside of the UK, etc., etc. But it's a good point. Like KSI's fights he's having at the moment on the Misfits cards with the zone, they're not professional bouts. So his last two fights he's had on that have been that way inclined. Last night was different. But I think KSI is like a fit, healthy young person that I would assume if he went for a license with the board which is going to be strenuous, but I'm assuming that he would pass that here in this country. But that's in, in this country, mm. do you know what I mean? If he wanted to fight in America or Saudi, et cetera, et cetera, it doesn't limit him just to be licensed by our governing like no. body here. I think you're right, though, George. He has to, Tommy has to make a decision or will make a decision about what he thinks he is and what he wishes to become. He just had his first child. Like we say, he's very young. Also, if you just earn a fortune, it's hard to then go and box for 100 grand. 200 grand. Is it, is it all downhill from, from here? I'm not sure if it's downhill. No, it's not just his life like might be different. This, yeah, it's, I, this is a depends huge, what a huge event. Yeah. And, and also, I think, like, for instance, you'll remind me, I think he, his name's Hugh. There's another Fury, Young King Fury. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah, and he's still on the scene now. Yeah. I think he boxed a couple of times a professional. Didn't go on Love Island. Didn't do anything. You would, would have seen him on the in the background with, with Shane and the other fu- Furies. But he kind of tried it as a pro. And it was like, it's not really for me. And I wonder if Tommy hadn't gone on Love Island, doesn't look the way he does, and then didn't go into this this route towards Jake Paul, which you had something to do with, the genesis of Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. Maybe Tommy Fury goes, actually, it's not for me, and done something else with his life. But he's kind of gone that way, and the skills that he's got at this moment earn him a lot of money, even though he's not, maybe doesn't beat Luke Watkins. But for where he's at, he makes a lot of money in big fights. Yeah, I think he comes when he come out of Love Island, I think that was the biggest crossroads for him yeah, because he thinks to himself obviously he's got he's had a couple of professional he turned pro bar then hasn't he yeah, he, yeah I think he was like 2-0 and maybe. right okay so he goes into Love Island maybe. could kind of listen obviously with his partner Molly May they could have gone that route and kind of done influencer stuff and however they do it in order to make money etc but I think with him he was it was always instilled that he wanted to kind of continue his boxing career which he did but that's been like two or three years now mm. so he's not really been that active as a pro now he's another crossroads for him about what he wants to do say silly but if he doesn't go the route of trying to earn the most money he's only 23 remember but we don't know how long a a boxer's career lasts at do you know what I mean? From that level onwards, but well, how long does an influencer's career last? We don't know, do we? Because yeah. how do we know that? There's a lot of influencers who take up boxing these days because it, it, it's supplementary of the of the influencing, isn't it? As such, mm. that's the right way. But it's to, good to for it. it's good for Tommy because he already does yeah. it. He's not so, a standing start like Jake Paul or KSI mm. or Logan Paul. He already does but it. Tommy Fury is not an influencer boxing, now, is he? He's like he's in that world, but yeah. he's not, is he? No, he he was sucked into it by various things so is he an influencer or is he a pro boxer I think, in your opinion what would you say he was more of I still see him as a pro boxer I see him as a boxer I see him as a boxer but I think that he might go that way and I would not begrudge him that or well, blame him I've never watched Love Island but I know it's huge a lot of people shy away from that because they don't want to be tarnished with that brush but really the truth is that 
you can then use that in any other avenue you go down, isn't it? If you want to become an entrepreneur, you know, or... Yeah, yeah. but he never went into that Love Island going, this might make me an influencer boxer because then I might end up boxing no, these YouTubers because no. it wasn't on the table. He would have gone, this is going to help my profile, which it did because he came out, signed with Frank Warren, or maybe he was already signed, but it gave him this big boost. But this whole thing has been like a snowball and it's kind of come out of nowhere. No one would have predicted it. So that's why I wonder what he might do now. What about Jake Paul? Well, I think he'll take the rematch, wouldn't he? Because this so-called bubble is perceived to have been burst, I think the only option Jake Paul has next immediately is to push for that rematch and see if he can kind of better his performance. Mm. Whether he's that's good enough to beat Tommy Fury, we don't know. But I think for Jake Paul, he has to, in his head, probably mentally more so, deal with that situation. I'm not comparing it to Eubank Smith, but I do think for Chris Eubank, and I'm going to compare that situation where I do think that Chris Eubank has to rematch Liam Smith in order to kind of get his career going again. Same, Jake Paul needs to rematch him. Mm. But if he loses that rematch... Yeah, then he's struggling. Then, then he's he probably struggling, yeah. Do you think Jake Paul believed his own hype then? He's a realistic guy and I've interviewed him before. He's very fucking before. clever. He's very clever. And very I've, clever. And also he knows, he says a lot of this shit. And I remember I interviewed him and he was like... I make this noise because otherwise nobody's going to care about me. So some of the stuff he shouts about Canelo and that, I think is tongue-in-cheek a lot of the time. But, if, but, but if, he, if he goes back and watches it, split decision aside, drop him with a jab mm. where he might have slipped aside and thinks, I'm not going to beat him. I'll just fight a retired yeah, MMA or fighter or I'll fight KSI. Would that not be a better route for him no, because he keeps the dream alive? Plus, maybe. he's a personality, he's an influencer, so no. he'll be, he no. might be a wrestler next week or he <laughs> yeah. might be a rock star the following week. He can do... He fight Logan. I think in a rematch, Tommy Fury beats him handily because also that whole, he must have been, the pressure he was under was insane. Now he ain't got it. Now we go in, okay, yeah, I can win this fight. Yeah, he doesn't hurt me. He hasn't got this how it's a right hand that no one can live with it's like I was just like a normal bloke right that part I didn't get mm. because we know he can punch and the reason I take notice of that he can punch is because I spoke to people like Coley who have sparred Jake Paul I spoke to BJ Flores and they said he can bang that's what I'm going from not from what he's done with Tyron Woodley or whoever Anise and Gibbon the basketball player uh, what's his name Nate Robinson, Nate Robinson Ben right. Askren as well not I'm not Ben Askren I'm not going from what he's done to them I'm going from what professional people have actually said to me do you know what he can punch mm. Are we allowed to refer to him or is it right to refer to Jake Paul as a puncher? Jake Paul loses his back leg when he throws that right hand. So, and BJ Flores, as much as we like him, we're going to get him on the show soon. He might skew if the truth. It is a question for you, George, then, because Carl Froch, your mate, friend of the show. Yeah, he's award fuming. Winner. But I don't know if he's putting that on, but this whole, oh, I fucking hate Jake Paul because he's done this. And, it, you know, people, and you know, professional <laughs> boxers might go they're annoyed by this because, you know, he's barely after anything. And look now, look at the state of boxing. We've got these novices. We've got one person who's 8 and oh, one person who never boxed the boxer and look at the shine they've got does it annoy you does it get under your skin once you retire from boxing you end up floating towards that sort of side of exhibition <laughs> fake boxing anyway yeah, yeah. I mean Mayweather's in town this week Froch has, Froch has had a list he's like it could be Mayweather could be Jake Paul he doesn't know which Chris Packett to go to for the grand opening <laughs> so we've had the Sowland brothers in here talking to us passionately about their roots in boxing how they love boxing through and through and then you go what do you make of this YouTube boxing and then they sort of straighten up in the chair and it goes well, you know, if it does great business. And Was that on a par fight. with Misfits for you? No. 
I haven't seen no. Misfits. No, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm talk, sorry. I'm talking. I like the Misfits things. I think it's yeah. in its, it's league of product, yeah. league of its own, yeah. uh, or it's in its own thing, right? So that's fine. It's it's not professional boxing. What is drawing people in? It's something else. Do you George. know what I mean? It's celebrity boxing. George, George. Why is it? Because Tommy Fury's been on Love Island. Yeah. That's the only reason why you're classing it away from an actual boxing fight. No, no, no. I'd say it's, it's more in the domain of celebrity boxing than professional boxing because the reason we're all watching it is because they're celebrities, not for the boxing. But if you look outside of that and look at two fighters who actually, what was Jake Paul, 6-0? and Yeah. If you looked at that without Love Island and whatever, then again, this is a bit of a flawed question as well. But if you look at that from that perspective, why is it YouTube boxing? Because he was on YouTube, so it must be YouTube boxing. Because he was on Love Island, it must be this. Can we not just take it for an eight-rounder? If I said to you, right, we got an unbeaten eight-bouter against an unbeaten six-bouter, who knows how far these two are going to go? Let's watch it. If you watched it, would the quality of boxing be up to what you would expect as, say, two prospects? What, like professional prospects who have gone? Yeah, two professional, because now we're talking about this is not YouTube boxing, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not celebrity well, boxing, this is professional boxing. Take out, it, what it might I said not before, be... is Jake Paul, so that's Jake Paul, I think that was seven, his seventh fight he's ever had because he never had an amateur career. Yeah. So Tommy Fury's ninth fight. He's better than many, if you go into an amateur club now, you see a seven-bouter, which is what he is. He will be much better than many of the seven-bouters because he trains like a pro, he's fit and healthy. I'm talking about seven and oh pros though. Yeah, but seven and oh pros. Whether they had an amateur career that's, or not. Yeah, he's, how many he's miles off. He's mile, he's miles off the seven and oh pro, like Tommy Fury. But, but, but the discussion with Coogan was pro boxing. That's the problem, isn't it? When that's, was the last eight-rounder that you remembered? My point is, as far as eight-rounders go... I didn't think it was bad. No. I think if you were watching it and generally didn't know who the fuck they were, like you didn't know he was on Love Island, didn't know that he, Jake Paul was Jake Paul, if you watched it, I don't think you'd think it was out of place. I'll tell you what is better than a 12-0 and pro against a 2-77 and Latvian. We see a lot of them. I'll watch it and then I'll come back next Please week. Do. And the, f the first thing I'll say, when they get out of the Northwest Divs, the ABAs. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's move on because there was a proper fight, a major fight on the undercard and your mate, Badu Jack. He is now a proper two-way two and three-way with the regular title. Well, he's throwing. got a win over me, so we call him a three-way world champion. Let's call him seven-way world yeah. champion. He beat um, uh, Junior Makabu, Lunga Makabu, for the WBC Cruiserweight Championship mm. at whatever age he is. 39. 39 years old, Badu Jack. Not many people knew about him when I boxed him back in 2015 for the WBC Super Middleweight title. Since then, he had a dust up with James Egal, unlucky to get the decision there to draw. Almost had him out there. Another round to go, might have got rid of him. Beat Nathan Cleverly, I think he stopped Cleverly, up at light heavyweight. And now, all the way up at cruiserweight. Like, I remember first hearing about Badu Jack, obviously he was at the Olympics maybe with yeah. Sweden. But he was supposed to fight James Egal way back in the day. And then he got chinned by Derek Edwards in a round. Remember that? But yes. in a minute, yeah. in a minute, and he come yeah. back from that early on in his career to do what he has now. Amazing. You, I know you know Badu Jack a lot. We used to cover him a lot in in Vegas. He was always around the Mayweather fights. He's a hero, Vals. A proper hero. Yeah. Do you know what we were talking about John Ryder earlier mm. and how John Ryder is quite reserved in his kind of over his career in the pursuit has never really had a rivalry with anyone. I think the the fight with um, Callum Smith. That fight there calls a lot of attention, but kind of pre-build up. Badu Jack's one of those people that you're never going to hear him kind of bad mouthing anyone. You'd think if he kind of opened his mouth and been a little bit more vocal, he probably would have earned himself a lot more money. He's been in high-profile fights, but I think that Badu Jack is very underrated for a start. I don't think people quite grasp not what he's just done. You mentioned him being two-stroke, three-weight world champion, but I think Badu Jack has been one of them kind of unsung heroes of, of world boxing. Goes about, does his business, been in high-profile fights. Yeah, I think... Um, Rolling back the years, I think mm. last night it was it was the best fight of the card. Makabu, new lease of life after uh, Goodison Park, all them many years ago. I think it's probably time for Makabu now. I think, yeah. really, whether he fights on again, we don't know. But uh, he, he, but he was okay in, in patches. But Jack just always caught, sort of in control. Dropped him a couple of times. Sort of, sort of handled him a bit, didn't he? Um, so WBC, no, was it WBC? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were giving out the scores. Yeah, after for this four, one. So so you knew what the scores were because they the they, know, they don't yeah. always do that, do they? Mm. So the corner know how the fight's going. Yeah. Would you have preferred that? Nah, not really. No. I don't. As a spectator, <laughs> you don't really want to know. I think it changes the course of the fight. Yeah. So you might be like all. Oh, this is could go either way and it turns out no, I agree with that. someone's mm. getting one-sided and then all they've got to do is get on their bike for the last three rounds and you miss out on three yeah, rounds but that's of the like fight. any sport though isn't it if you're 2 nil up you can go okay we'll shut yeah, up we never knows you're 2 nil up but yeah. boxing you don't that's, no. Yeah, no, but you know what it normally is it's like say you get to eight rounds and you're losing a fight and it's like someone says oh so and so on the pundit team has got yeah. you down <laughs> that could mean absolutely nothing yeah. do you know what I mean you go, but oh, shit. When, when it's the cards of the actual judges it's like completely different it actually probably changes the course of the fight mm, with true. how the fighters are going into each round can we just close this bit about Badu Jack just by officially starting the campaign for Badu Jack to defend that world title against Chris Billum Smith in Bournemouth this summer 
Well, we're not starting it. Chris has started it. Yeah, he started night. it last night. But I that, think were, everyone was eyeing up Badu Jack because he's probably not a fully fledged cruiserweight. Yeah. Probably think I'll have a bit of that. Chris only wants to fight him because to get revenge for you, mate. Yeah, it's sweet of that, isn't it? Really, <laughs> I do want Chris to win a world title. Badu Jack's not one of them guys who I, I seek the revenge from. As you say, he's just a lovely guy. <laughs> if there's anyone else, like yeah, all the other ones, if he could call out Frotch and Chin Frotch, and I'll be up for that. How, but, mu- how much money has Shalom got to pay Badu Jack to come to Bournemouth? It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a few quid. It's going to be a lot. But maybe he's got it. They might go to Saudi. But let's just get Badu to uh, to Badu to Bournemouth. <laughs> Badu to Bournemouth. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, honestly, an unsung hero of world boxing over the years. He's been yeah. brilliant. Goes about his business, doesn't fuck about, and just yeah, he's yeah should have his place in boxing. I mean, he will once he goes to Bournemouth. That, I think that we should um, we can wrap it up there. George. Yeah, we'll wrap it there. Um, because I got a question for you though. Actually, last one. How would you become an elite club member? Yeah, Coogan, you do it for us, right? What does it mean? Tell us how we got to become an elite club member. So. If you want to become an elite club member, Coogan, what have you got to do? If you want to become an elite club member, make sure you hit the follow button in your podcast app. Yeah. You can reach us at GG Boxing Club on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're listening on Spotify, check out our playlist, The Ring Walk. You can also listen to us. Yeah. Ad free on Amazon. You Music. can. Yes. And we are back. Wednesday and Friday oh, this back, week. We're back twice. Who are we with Deck? Well, with this week on Wednesday, our regular programming is with the one and only Isaac Chamberlain. Love it. AKA the Chamberlain. Can of you Secrets. do it as a hamster? Excuse me? <laughs> Can you just do it as a hamster? What? The, what, the voice. A hamster voice? Yeah. I haven't got a hamster voice. We well, can do the link as a hamster. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, we're back Friday because we've got a QA with you. Ooh. Yeah. Nice one. We'll see you twice more this week. Yes. See you Hopefully, they come back. See you, mate. And see you, Coogan. Coogan. See you later, Coogan. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh.